give the Lord a hand. And we're going to do that again, and we're going to give the Lord a hand. Think about this. We live in the greatest nation on the face of the earth, founded on Christian Judeo-ethical values to be a nation set upon a hill, a light to the world, taking the gospel and the furtherance of Jesus Christ to every nation of the world. The original mandate for America, the original mandate for you and I is that we won't suffer, we won't suffer hell, but we'll go to heaven that none of our sins will be held against us because of the blood of Jesus. And he sovereignly placed us in this nation for freedom and liberty to proclaim to the world. It's better than winning the World Series as a Yankee. It's better than anything. Let's thank God for what we have. Hallelujah! Father, we thank you for what we have. You know, every year, uh, I, I really do get choked up when I think about our nation. And uh, every year, about this time, and sometimes during the course of the year, I get out the movie The Patriot. And I'll be watching it between now and July 4th, probably twice. Pam sometimes will say it's just a little too gory. I like to watch it for that part. And I know it's a reenactment but it shows the horrible pain and suffering that men and women went through to birth God's nation. And the horrible suffering that men and women have gone through ever since World War II, almost 300,000 people gave their lives to protect this nation. I believe with all of my heart, we are not a perfect nation, but there are no perfect nations because there are people in the nations. <laughs> But God is perfect, and this is His nation, and we have a nation that God has anointed to reach the world. And our best days aren't behind us. We aren't living our best days. Our best days are yet to come because of Almighty God going ahead and preparing the way. So we need to get our head out of the sand. We need to get our head lifted up, and we realize we're proud to be an American. Let's say, I'm proud to be an American. We're a humble group of people but we're also proud of our heritage. We're proud of Almighty God. We're proud of our bloodstream. Our bloodstream comes from Almighty God. We have had a transfusion. We are going from glory to glory. We do serve El Shaddai. Our general has all of the weapons we need to win every battle we will ever face. Like that famous Marine Corps general said over in Korea, Chosun Reservoir, he got word back to headquarters, came back, that he was retreating from the enemy of the North Koreans. He said, retreat hell. I'm advancing in a different direction. We are constantly advancing. Let's say, we are going from glory to glory, and we are always on the advance. We may find a few ways that didn't work, but we are going to advance against the enemy. And I want to share with you a message today. America is under attack. And anyone that doesn't think that we are under attack is just not understanding the times that we live in. We are living in perilous times. The good news is we win the war. So let's all say, we're going to win. 
We're going to win the war because God is going before us. He has prepared the way. And just as Abraham Lincoln was asked a question, do you think God is on our side? It isn't a question of is God on our side. There's only one question. Are we going forward on God's side? Are we going to go over on the other side? This nation could perish like other nations have perished trying to serve God. You can't find many Christian churches in the Middle East. You can't find many of the churches that were planted by Paul and the other disciples. But I tell you what, I believe the United States of America is going to stand, flourish, and accomplish God's objective. Can you say amen to that? But what we have to know is what is the truth. And we're going to make our old time confession because if you know the truth, you can live and fight the battle. But if you don't know the truth, you're going to get defeated. You're going to get stomped on and you will not have what God wants you to have. So here we go. The word of God is truth. If I live the word, I will be blessed. If I don't, I won't. It's just that simple. Tell your neighbor it is just that simple. You can be seated. Good to have. Give our worship team a hand. Great job. Give our, all of our guys that, that served in the military a hand. We thank God for each and every one of you. You know, it's not a, it's not a bad word uh, or a statement to say that we're under attack. It, it, it's, it's, it's not something that we're not going to overcome. But if you're not knowing that something is going on and that you're under attack, then you're not going to defend yourself. You're just going to let people walk all over you. There isn't a single one of you, if somebody's going to try and break into your house, you're going to beat the crap out of them and throw them away, witness to them later on, but uh, you're going to repel the attack the very first thing. And uh, we need to be on guard, and we need to know the times that we live in. And a lot of times, history repeats itself. All the time, history repeats itself. But if you don't understand the foundation of this nation, and your children don't understand the foundation of this nation, then they'll listen to and believe lies. And there are a lot of lies being told in our schools, and our colleges, uh, higher learning institutions, and I'm not against any of them, but I'll tell you what, there are some colleges and places you'll send your children, and even in high school and maybe even in middle school, you gotta deprogram them when they come home. And you gotta tell them that is not the way it is. Let me tell you the way it is. This is how America was founded, and we're gonna talk about that today. Some of you that have been around this church for a while, You've heard some of these things said before. Well, it's no different than Scripture. You've heard Scripture before, too, but you better keep meditating it. You better keep repeating it, because if you don't, your faith is going to dwindle down. We live in a great country founded on Christian Judeo-ethical values. The only country in the world, think about that, the only country in the entire world that was founded on Christian Judeo values, and they're all through our government. They're all through the Supreme Court. And our nation, if we understand this, and if we teach our children, and if we perpetuate the truth, then the, the power of God is going to continue to flow in this nation. But if you don't perpetuate the truth, you can very easily believe and perpetuate a lie. And anything that is contrary to the Word of God is a lie. Anything that is contrary to the will of God for this nation is not true. And our Constitution... Our Declaration of Independence was highly influenced by the Word of God and by men and women of God who wanted to birth a Christian nation. So, we're going to talk about it tonight. Tell your neighbor, pay attention. Now, in the history of World War II, when we were attacked by Japan, and then when we entered the war against Germany, the battle lines were very clear. 
uh, the enemy was attacking America. Germany was attacking our allies. Uh, uh, J Japan attacked us directly. So the battle lines were clearly drawn. Japanese were our enemies, the Germans were our enemies, not necessarily the people, but the governments of those nations, because governments usually are the ones that screw up people. People, if you leave people alone, they're all going to get along. People, I think people are basically like a lot of children. You put a bunch of children in the room, they'll have a great time, they'll squabble every once in a while, and they'll work out their own details, get adults involved, and you got all sorts of problems. <laughs> we get adults out of the way, we'll be okay. Just little children and dogs, that's all we need. Now, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. So, so anyway, but, but uh, it, it, was, it was really clear. But now we're facing an enemy that now, now my wife would, would, would tell you, and I'm not, I'm not talking about a party, a Democrat, a Republican, independent. I'm not talking about a party. I'm talking about things that are of God and things that are contrary to God. I'm thinking about things that are scriptural and things that are not scriptural. And whatever label they want to wear, that's their problem, not mine. But if you're going to wear a label that is contrary to God, then that's your problem, not my problem. But you're wrong and I'm right. So everybody said, we're right if we're living the word of God. And we need to stand up. And in 2009, I preached a message on it's time for the body of Christ to stand up, speak up, and sometimes act up. And not just be a complacent doormat to let people say whatever they want in your presence and try to influence your children and your family. And if you don't do that, somebody else will do it for you. And that may or may not be the right person. Uh, it used to be you could send your kids off to school and they get a great education. They come home and they'd just be loving God and praying and all sorts of stuff. Those days are unfortunately for most areas of the world over. Lafayette, Indiana. I thank God for Lafayette, Indiana. We have not gone the way of California, of the other coast. But if you live in other parts of this country, you would think you went to another country. Uh, so we've, we've got problems, and we are being attacked from within, and this is really different in our nation. Now, we're going to talk about what we can do about it in just a few moments, but, uh, but I want to run th a couple things through you just real quickly here to just reinforce the foundation of this nation. If you've ever heard, how many of you have heard about the, uh, uh, Christopher Columbus and the book, The Light and the Glory? Can I see your hands? Okay, only about a quarter of you. That's not enough. You need to go to the library and you need to get the book. It's about the diary of Christopher Columbus how he felt the Holy Spirit led him uh, to on the journey across the ocean and, and how he was going for the glory of God, certainly to find a route to India, but for the glory of God in his diaries. You get it in the light and the glory. Used to be able to get this in schools. Now they don't teach this in school. Uh, the Mayflower Combat. Compact? How many of you know about the Mayflower Compact? Can you see your hand? Okay, looks about half of you, only half. Should be 100% of the hands up. Mayflower Compact was the compact. This is what it said. Having undertaken for the glory of God and for the advancement of the Christian faith. This is why the pilgrims came to America to advance the Christian faith. The War of Independence. A miracle against all insurmountable odds. You read about the life of George Washington and prayer and how he felt God gave him battle plan after battle plan after battle plan for this nation to become independent. George Washington, this is his quote about this nation. You'll not find this in most books in school, but it is so powerful. It is impossible to rightly govern a nation without God and the Bible. Can you say amen to that? Amen. It is impossible to rule a nation without the Bible and without God in it. Now, the foundation of America, as I said earlier, is Christian Judeo. And, and, and our foundational beliefs come 
from the documents of this great nation. Our Liberty Bell comes, the inscription on it is Leviticus 25.10, proclaim liberty throughout the land. But our founding fathers thought that not only would we proclaim liberty throughout the land, but America would be a nation where we would proclaim liberty to the world. And America and our birth was described as a great experiment. Could people rule themselves. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But the American experiment is still going on. Of our 16,000, and this information comes from David Barton, I would include all of you, I would encourage all of you, especially if you have children, to go online on the internet and pull up David Barton, B-A-R-T-O-N. And you need to get his material. You need to get things about David Barton and his ministry and let your children read them and talk to them about this because he is one of the foremost historians in America today and he is absolutely awesome. Of, of 90% of 16,000 documents, the first 16,000 documents in our nation, 90% of them reference scripture the Word of God. Look at us today. Have we deviated from the original founders? The original founders believed in the Ten Commandments. Somehow somebody some said the Ten Commandments will offend some people so we can't have it in public places and we can't have it anywhere we can, but we got it in the Supreme Court and we've got it in other places in our government, but the people can't have access to it because it would make them feel bad about themselves and they may not agree with that. Everybody say, that's a lie. Say it like you mean it. That's a lie. That's a lie. That is an absolute lie. And there are times for people of God to stand up and say, no, that is not truth. That is a lie. I am so excited. Now, this is not a political rally. So turn to your neighbor and say, this is not a political rally. I am so excited that Justice Kennedy has decided to retire under this president's watch. Whether you like this president or not, I'm voting for anybody that is anti-abortion. I'm voting anybody that is for the family. And I tell you what, I believe we have an opportunity to reverse Roe versus Wade. The worst tragedy this nation has ever conceived. 60 million plus and the meter is ticking. 60 million deaths, murders to date. And we have an opportunity in this nation to hold this president accountable that you said you are going to appoint people to the Supreme Court and that you believe that Roe versus Wade was wrong. Folks, I tell you what, we are living in a time that there could be a miracle coming forth very shortly here. And it is, and then some people say, how can you say something like that? It is against the word of God to murder babies in the womb. And House Resolution, everybody say House Resolution. House of Representatives 490 has been introduced. It has not come out of committee yet, but it is basically, I'm oversimplifying it, but I'm telling you what, as men and women of God, how many of you have ever heard this story? I used to hear this years ago. We never talk about religion and politics at our house. Crap, that's how we got into this mess. We should all be talking about religion and politics. How, the, the, the politicians are going to represent us and, and represent God in Washington, and we're not going to talk about it. That's the dumbest, stupidest thing I've ever heard of. We should all be talking about it. And where's that going? <laughs> House Resolution, House of Representatives, Bill 490, 
is, is this, very oversimplified. When a heart beats in the womb, it's alive. And you cannot, take a, you cannot perform abortion on a beating heart because it's murder and it is covered by the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. Protection of life. Equal opportunity. I tell you what, the Supreme Court ruled in Roe versus Wade that if we ever define life as being in the womb when it starts, it would null and vacate Roe versus Wade, and we could stop murdering babies in this nation. Folks, it's time to stand up. It's time to speak up for the Word of God. Everybody say the Word of God. Other things, forget about it. Doesn't matter to me. You know, does, do we ta- we got too many taxes? Not enough taxes. I'll vote for no taxes. But but glory to God. You know that those aren't big deals. You can't find those in the Bible. Now, Patrick Henry. Almost all. How many of you know what Patrick Henry said? If you know what he said, say what he said. That's right. He said part of that. Give me liberty or give me to death. His, his statues in the CIA. But he also said, America has been founded by Christians and on the word of God and on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, the Supreme Court ruled under John Jay in 1816, America is a Christian nation and needs Christian rulers. How many of you believe that'd be a great idea? Yeah, I do too. Supreme Court 1826. No free government exists in the world today unless Christianity is the religion of that country. Supreme Court 1844. Principles of morality are to be taught in our schools. Where are they found? Whoever searches for them must go to the source from which a Christian man derives his faith, the Bible. 1854, Congress. You know, Congress has one of the lowest approval ratings of anybody. Uh, What did they say the other day? Melania? Is that Melania? Is that her name? The uh, vice uh, president's wife. That Melania has a higher approval rating of the president and a higher approval rating of Congress. Anybody has a a higher approval rating of Congress. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, you got a higher approval rating than Congress. (laughs) The congressional approval rating is in the pits. And part of the reason is because they don't, they don't live what we're about to read. The Congress of the United States in 1854. The great vital and conservative element of our system, America, is the belief of our co- co- people in the doctrines and the divine truths of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Can you say amen to that? Now, let me get to a couple of scriptures here and share with you. Ephesians chapter 6 says that, that, uh, that our, our fight is not against uh, 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 flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities of darkness. Powers and principalities of darkness has, have infiltrated people because they've stopped getting their children in church. They've stopped indoctrinating, and that is a good word indoctrinating their children in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, Our school systems have changed. Our colleges have changed. And people do not understand that we live in a world where the devil is constantly trying to destroy people. And he's constantly trying to destroy governments. And he's constantly trying to destroy anything that is God. But it says the weapons of war were for a mighty for pulling down strongholds. There are strongholds in our country. And when we say our fight is not against an individual of flesh and blood, that's true. But our fight is against the stronghold in that person when that person is trying to persuade people to go a direction that is of the devil. 
Can you, you all understand what I'm saying? And so in other words, while we say, well, now my fight is not against you. No, th that is true. But I'm telling you what, our fight is to contradict what people are saying. Our fight is to weigh in on this battle. And we say, what you're saying is not truth. What you're saying is a lie from the pit of hell. And I'm going to tell you what the truth is. You don't have to believe it, but you're not going to influence my children. You're not going to influence my grandchildren. I'm going to proclaim the truth everywhere that I go. Matthew chapter 16, verse 19 says that you and I have been given the power of binding and loosing. In other words, I bind what you're saying right now. That is not true. Uh, and and, and w w we have that ability in the realm of the Spirit that when you know what's going on, whether it's on a news channel, on television, whether it's on a publication, whether it's on the Internet, you need to stay informed. Everybody say, I need to stay informed. What was Paul Revere up to? He was the communication system of that time. He was on a horse, riding through the internet, trying to get people's attention to say, we got problems, the British are coming. Folks, we got problems in this nation. They're not coming, the problems are here. And we've got sand dwellers in our church. Turn to your neighbor and say, not in this church. We've got people with their heads in the sand. They don't even know what's going on. You say to them, what are you binding? What are we buying? I don't bind anything. You can't bind something you don't know about. You've got to know what's going on. Uh, there are a lot of people today, thank God for people like Pastor Jeffries out in Dallas who has a nationwide communication system and others like him that are standing up and saying, this is great. We're going to be able to get a Supreme Court justice in there that can reverse, reverse Roe versus Wade. That should be the most exciting thing in the body of Christ. Glory to God, we can stop abortion now. Oh, well, we don't want to get involved in politics. What the are you involved with? That's almost a bad word. Honey, I may have, I about said hell. That's where bad guys are going, but not good guys. God will forgive me later. But you know what? I, actually, God, no. I prefer you forgive me now. <laughs> no, it got dumb, wasn't it? But, but we need to understand what's going on. Now, I've only found, this is me personally. Everybody said this is just the pastor personally. I only found one thing that I have confidence in, really and truly, when I get my news. And that's a couple of internet connections that I have that I uh, uh, really love. And I am a Fox News junkie. And I watch Sean Hannity every day to find out what the enemy is up to. And when I find out what the enemy is up to, I begin to bind the enemy. And I begin to loose the word of God and the power of God and what I know is right in that situation. And so, so for me, there's very little I can learn from watching secular television. I love to watch funny movies and stuff like that. And, but, but there's very little in the secular world that holds my attention because I'm not learning anything about the fight. When you were here, and I, I only know this because of my mom and dad, but, but when my mom would ta talk to me about World War II, she'd say that, that that's all we ever talked about. We talked about the war. We prayed for our loved ones that were overseas. Uh, we prayed, and what can we do to help? What can we do to conserve food? What, what kind of prayer should we pray? What can we be involved with? There, there was a total immobilization of the entire country. The signs that you see some of them in, in nostalgia stores. Uncle Sam needs you with a finger pointed at you. I'll tell you what, 
God needs you to activate your voice and your spiritual life and your prayers to stand for this nation. I believe the great days are ahead. I really do. But be part of the solution by binding the work of the devil and loosing the power of God in the situation. You don't know what to bind and what to loose if you don't know what's going on. And we're all creatures of habit. Good or bad. If your habits are good and you're active in this military force, praise God for you. If they're not, you need to make a change. Now, uh, because really and truly, we do have the answer for the world. John 8, 31, 32 says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Let's all say it. I have the truth, have the truth. For, the entire world. for the entire world. And the foundation of our nation is the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ to shine it to the entire world. Now, I want to give you a quote from Benjamin Franklin. Some of you might have heard this, but it's uh, when Benjamin Franklin, when, the, when they uh, approved the government for the United States, the Constitution, of course, uh, uh, the uh, Declaration of Independence, that's what we celebrate July 4th, 1776. The Constitution came later, which was actually the form of government that we have. And, and as he was coming out after they had agreed upon it through the leading of a lot of different people, but, but especially George Washington, if you, if you've, you need to read books about George Washington's prayer life. It's, it's amazing. If you ever get to Washington, go to Mount Vernon and just, I, I was alone when I went, and, and I went out there by the Potomac and, and the, the veranda where he would sit and pray, uh, stand right next to it. And it's just like, in awe of this nation and what God has accomplished through individual people of who were just normal, ordinary people and how he would sit on his porch and talk to his wife and he would plan and strategize after defeat, after defeat, after defeat. But then the tide of the tour, uh, uh, the, the, the fight changed. You see, we all have that ability. Say, I have that ability. Through your binding and loosing, you may never see the result of what happened in the realm of the spirit somewhere else in the world. But you are needed. You're needed in here at 6 o'clock next Sunday to pray with Bill and Sue and others. Need to get an active prayer life, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But when he came out, Benjamin Franklin came out, and, and there's a lady that asked him, what form of government did you give us? And he said, a republic, if you can keep it. A republic was something that was unheard of during that period of time. The Romans tried it and they failed miserably. But then the, the, the definition of a republic is, is, is something that we really need to know. You see, in a democracy, uh, it, w while, while we are a democracy, our foundation is a republic. In other words, it isn't a question of, well, whatever all the people want, that's the way it's going to be. In a republic, it says it's a form of government where the supreme power rests with the people who elect their representatives to represent them. A republic, a form of government where the supreme power rests with the people. That's us. Everybody say, the power rests with me. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, the power rests with us. Are we using our power? What is our power? Our prayers, our voice, 
our actions? What are we doing? What, what offices are we running for? What candidates are we supporting? What prayers are we praying over individuals in elected positions of office? It's a republic is something that was unheard of. And our republic is under attack right now. But the very foundation of our nation is the Word of God and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, I believe, and this is my personal opinion, everybody say pastor's personal opinion. I believe the biggest challenge, you know, you, you, can, you can argue politics all day long, but that's just a waste of time. But I believe our, our biggest challenge in our nation today, and I believe you would agree with me, is number one, the issue of abortion. Uh, House Resolution 490 could take care of that. Body of Christ needs to be activated and come to the forefront. I believe the second most important thing facing our nation today is families. Families are under attack. Sanctity of marriage under attack because the devil hates it. The devil is in sexual immorality and has been from the very beginning. The devil is in. Now, some of you are going to love me for this and some of you are not, but that's okay because I like me. <laughs> the devil is in any sexual relationship that is contrary to Scripture. Any sexual relationship that is contrary to Scripture, the devil is in it. So when we say that uh, homosexual marriage, we say that the sanctity of marriage should not be null and void in this country, we are contradicting the Word of God, and we are opening the door to the level. And I believe that that can be corrected with a new Supreme Court, because ultimately the Supreme Court will decide the direction that America goes based on the laws that we pay, that we pass, and the laws that we pass are based on the power of the people. Everybody said the power of the people. We have 300 and I, I don't know how many millions of people in America, but we have about 330 million people in America. That's a lot of power. That's a lot of power. It is said in this nation, I don't believe it, but it is said that 80% of the nation of America, of 320, 330 million people, that about 80% are Christians. I don't believe that, but, but, but I hope it's true. I hope my belief system is wrong. But if 80% of 320 million are Christians, we should be changing things immediately in this nation that have gone the wrong direction. So I believe that it's families. And then the third thing, that is under attack in this nation is our very constitution, our constitution. And I'd say that many people don't even and haven't even read the constitution and what the very foundation of our home is, the very foundation of your home, the very foundation. If you're a builder, you know how important the foundation is. This nation is built on the gospel of Jesus Christ and the foundation of our constitution which our founders believed God gave them. Our Constitution is under attack. Now, you may say, what's this have to do with fireworks and hot dogs on the grill? Absolutely nothing. But it has everything to do with the ability to continue to have fireworks and hot dogs on the grill because liberty is not guaranteed to us. Freedom is not guaranteed to us. But what is the most free country on the face of the earth to absolutely have our liberties. It's the United States of America. And so we need to understand what's going on in this great nation. I thank God uh, for where we have been and for where we are. And uh, there are two things I wanna leave you with today. And then uh, I've, I've got a, a short little video. It's not short, it's a five minute video I wanna show you chronicling our nation. But uh, you know, what are we going to do about this? Edwin Burke, 
uh, a famous uh, Irishman uh, and, uh, and a representative here in America at one time, uh, said the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. I don't mean this to point a finger of accusation, but I think that America is full of good people. I think we have good people in America. It's in our DNA. It's in our blood. We are good people. We give more money to the world than anyone. We spread the gospel to the world more than anyone. We are fulfilling the mandate of the pilgrims uh, to, for the, the United States of America, a light on a hill, a shining light on a hill to shine the gospel and advance the gospel to the entire world. We do that. We do those things. But we also need all of the people of God to be active right where they are. And you might say, well, what difference does it make for me? What difference does it make whether I, not, I vote? Uh, Folks, if the body of Christ, I forget how many millions of people in the body of Christ did not vote in the last two elections. Last election, it increased. But the last two presidential elections, the body of Christ was not that active in comparison to the numbers that were registered to vote. And then even people who say, what difference does it make? That would be like saying, what difference does my prayer make? What difference does that make for me whether or not I'm praying or not? Your prayer may be the one that breaks the hold of the devil off of somebody's life. Your prayer may be the one that sets this nation free. Your prayer at any given time may keep the president safe. Your prayer may keep somebody else safe. Your prayer, you never know what your prayer is going to accomplish until perhaps we get to heaven and we'll find out. But see, we can make a difference. Let's all say, I can make a difference. So the two things I want to give, give to you today. Number one, you need to pray. If you can't come to prayer um, next Sunday and every second and fourth Sunday, correct? Second and fourth Sunday at 6 o'clock right here. Am I correct? Second and fourth. Okay, well, this month, second and fourth. Anyway, but, but, but you need to find a time to pray. Don't get busy with technology. Don't get busy with just being busy. When, when do you really pray? When do you really pray, especially for this nation, our home? When do we really pray for this nation? And the second thing is you need to act. There are times, and most of the time, we need to speak up. We need to, we need to stand up. And sometimes we need to act up. We just need to let it all out. Some of you are better actors than others, but uh, you know what I'm talking about. In other words, you just need to stand up and say, that is not true. That is contrary to the word of God. This is truth, and this is what I want to share with you. You don't have to be angry. You don't have to be mean, but you do have to be confident. You have to be confident. Tell your neighbor, you have to be confident. I was actually surfing the Internet, looking for something patriotic probably looking for something that would make me cry. <laughs> and for me, I found it. So we're going to close the service with this, and then we're going to dismiss and pray for America.
from this day to the ending of the world, we in it shall be remembered. We lucky few, we band of brothers. For he who today sheds his blood with me shall be my brother. I cherish the memories of a question my grandson asked me the other day when he said, Grandpa, were you a hero in the war? Grandpa said, no. But I served in a company of heroes. If tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota To the hills of Tennessee Across the plains of Texas From sea to shining sea From Detroit down to Houston And New York to L.A. Well, there's pride in every American heart And it's time we stand and say That I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the man who died Who gave that right to me And I'm glad There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the U.S. Hey, let's all, let's all stand. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. It is my fault that you lost the A because...
because I said be sure and cut it with the scripture that I want to leave on the screen as we dismiss. Greater love has no man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friends. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all of the men and women that have given their lives for this nation, for all of the families that they've left behind. Lord, we thank you for all of our men and women serving around the world today. We pray protection for them. We pray for our president, our vice president, all of our elected officials. Lord, let them, let them spend time in the Word of God. Let them spend time in prayer, and then let them speak. We pray, Lord, for our country and for all of the men and women that are in this country, and all of the children especially, our future leaders, young people in high school, middle school, colleges, that will rise to positions of leadership. This is a Christian nation that hungers and thirsts after Christian leaders, men and women of God who will be led by the gospel, be led by prayer to be a light to the world. And Lord, I pray for each and every one of us that there would be a, a desire in our hearts to be more informed about what's going on in the world and in this nation so that we would be able to pray effectively and fervently so that we would be able to actually focus our prayers, focus prayers, doing spiritual warfare that will make a difference in this nation. Lord, above all, we thank you for your son, Jesus. We thank you that you loved us enough that while we were in sin, you sent your son to die for us. And Father, I pray that if there are those here today that have never acknowledged you as their Lord and Savior, that this would be their, their moment of truth, their moment of humility to yield to you and to the life that you have for us. And Father, we thank you that as we go from this place today, that we would be proud of our heritage. Let's all pray this together. Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for my sins. I've sinned and I've made mistakes. But I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. I ask you to come into my heart take control of my life. The true desire of my heart and your desire is that I would serve you and be all that you've called me to be. Father, I thank you that every person here today, every person that would be listening to this message, that would be watching this video, would have a revelation that there is a divine plan for their life and that it is only in running the race that you set before us we would accomplish your will. And we thank you, Lord, for the days that are ahead for America, great days to influence the world, to protect the world, and to help people to be free in all areas of this world, to enjoy the liberties that we have, that we would be a model that they would see and have a desire to also have in their countries. 
We are proud to be your children, and we are proud to be Americans. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Everybody said, let's make this statement right now. I am proud of my heritage as a Christian and as American. Now I will share the love of Jesus everywhere that I go. Let's give the Lord a hand. Go and be blessed.